0: Hello and welcome to this afternoon edition of the Daily Zeitgeist, which is actually known as, uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, it's not Zeit, but it's okay. I'm going to talk trends every day. Okay, shout out to me right now, just thinking of that. Uh, and shout out to you, Becca Ramos, super producer, helping hello, me out. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Also, all my teachers, keep hitting me up on Twitter. I'm retweeting your shit. I'm trying to I'm trying to knock a couple things off people's lists when they hit me with them. Uh, and, and it sounds like many other members of Zeitgang have been doing that. If you have, I look, I know money is tight. Uh, but if you have anything that you can offer, even if it's words of encouragement, please do. Because shout out to all the teachers that are also listeners to the show. Uh, again, my gratitude is infinite. When We're going to hear from your teacher soon, too, right? Yes, I will follow up with Mr. Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. I like how now you gotta be the teacher. Like uh Ms. Ortega, what happened with the um with the homework we were talking about? Okay, all right, just checking in, you know, because I'm I'm gonna be speaking with your teacher. I know with you're your busy, later.
1: but you have
0: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but yes, please continue sending those in because it's always uh wonderful to be able to help if we can or you can. Uh what's trending? Up first, 50k is trending as in fifty thousand dollars. Why? There's a new business week article that is, you know, talking about or exposing, I guess, this, I had no idea. There's a podcast payola problem. uh, And payola is, you know, like a a media term where you get paid to do some shit, but people don't know that you're getting paid to do some shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can come in the form of, like, songs being on the radio, and you're like, how did that person get on the radio? (laughs) Well, maybe somebody paid the fucking production director, uh, you know, the music director. Uh, But in the podcast situation, what they're saying is, there are guests who are paying up to50,000 dollars to hosts of popular shows to like guest on them.
1: Oh. And this
0: isn't being disclosed. And I'm like, "Well what the fuck? I'm like, oh, OK, big podcast. That's why nobody's offered us to pay you know, 50k <laughs> to be on, but I get that. Um, but they say, there's like from this article, podcast guests can sometimes pay big bucks to be interviewed on popular shows, a practice particularly common in the wellness, cryptocurrency and business genres. That so makes the scam most alert. Sense. Yes, all of
1: it is like MLM vibe. Yes, scam, 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 scamming, Anderson.
0: exactly. We've seen it all. Apparently, this goes on. Uh, this is from another tweet. I forget from who, but essentially saying that this process is humming along to the point that there is a company who's like actually acting as a marketplace for these kinds of opportunities. So essentially, like being like cameo, but for podcast <laughs> guests. That That's shit just is wild.
1: So- Funny to me because it's like podcasting <laughs> yeah
0: well i mean but think about it that's it happens a lot like on youtube it'll happen where sometimes you'll see people who do reviews review stuff they'll be like yo low-key i got paid to do this review just so you know or whatever and then sometimes you hear about like youtubers who get offered money and they're like dude i was never going to this." person was trying to come on my show i was supposed to say like their crypto thing was like so cool and like such a Mm. great opportunity and they offered me like eighty thousand, and i wouldn't do it and i get it because there is a lot of trust with hosts especially on like with like youtubers and podcasters that it feels like oh this person's on they must fuck with this thing yeah that it's pretty potent especially with like again like wellness and crypto it's fucking wild like i mean that's the place where you need people to be like yeah, I just saw this clip where the woman was like, "Yeah, I look at Lyme disease as a blessing from God because it contains all the source code from the origin story." And blah blah blah. And it's like, "What? Fuck." Anyway, a it's lot a of weird interesting stuff out to there. be
1: in the the wellness in the wellness. Crypto, in the wellness it is like such a I I can't get into it. Like I I looked. I've been you know served on my for you page immediately. Like swipe up. Cannot, cannot, cannot do it. Alkalize
0: your body, alkalize your life, and you will live longer. See, that's a pro. Like, oh, there's so many, so many very interesting things that people are hawking. But again, like when you see the money that they can potentially make by having a podcast or something legitimize what their hustle is, then yeah, like I guess 50 grand is a drop. The question
1: is: A, where do they get the $50,000? B, so they're just paying some other, you know, reputable in quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, podcast, host, podcast, platform to go on there and have them vouch for them being like, yeah, that's not snake oil. And then I guess that reputable platform wins because they got $50,000 and the person who paid the $50,000 wins because they're promoting their MLM. Is that the vibe? Like, is that, am I understanding this scam? Yeah. Properly?
0: I mean, like essentially, like either you have the capital to say, I can brute force enter the market by just paying my way into these spaces because that happens a lot. You get crypto people come out of nowhere. They might have a little bit of capital to play with. And what they do is, again, that's just to create the atmosphere around this person that they're legit. And like, that's half of this. That's half the battle is to like normalize this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, like it, they've got, man, there's so many ways. Uh, This happens in radio too, but it's a, it's, it's a big problem. And I'm sure for people who are like, yeah, trusting those hosts, uh, you know, um, sorry to those listeners. Uh, but anyway, you should check back in uh, tomorrow where we'll have the CEO of Northrop Grumman on to talk about why their products make our world a safer place. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Really dope guy. Really dope guy. Um, Batgirl is trending. There's a Batgirl film. It has Michael Keaton, Brendan Fraser, and In the Heights star Leslie Grace as Batgirl we suddenly found out that uh, this movie is not going to be released by Warner Brothers at all. Uh, so, wh- huh? People are like, what the fuck is going on? The directors said they were saddened and shocked by the news. Quote, we still can't believe it. As directors, it is critical that our work be shown to audiences, and while the film was far from finished, we wish that fans from all over the world would have had the opportunity to see and embrace the final film themselves. Maybe one day they will. Um, It's, like, very... There's a lot of interesting stuff happening from the Warner Brothers discovery shit that's happening. Like there's already yeah, talk of like, you know, the reason Samantha B uh, went down is actually because of the cuts that were being made. Um, there was like Cordita Chronicles on HBO Max. that got cut because it sounds like there's a you know, a lot of things changing at HBO Max. I saw rumors that they're potentially going to fold HBO Max into Discovery plus because Discovery wants to build their own brand up. Uh, it's, man, media is fucked up. Uh, and you, it's like funny, you can see on like writer Twitter, so many people are like, ah, shit. Well, uh, I thought I had some going, but I guess not.
1: It's crazy. They also said six uh, HBO Max, Warner Bros. original movies have been silently pulled from HBO Max. So it is very weird, the um, discovery occasion of HBO
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, we don't really want to pay anybody on that. So why don't we just take that off? How about we do that? Ha-ha.
1: Which is sad. We were just talking before we got on mic. I love HBO Max. I don't really want it to change. Like, I like yeah. when HBO, like, I forgot what it was called HBO Go before HBO Go. it turned into HBO Max. They did a big push. I feel like they did a really good job at like diversifying their content and oh, yeah. giving lots of opportunities to BIPOC. Folks and you know, I've been a I was like paying for HBO Go for no reason. I don't even remember why I Ugh, started paying for it. Like it was like, like one show. I think I was like, I think it might have been um Los of Spookies. I bought it to watch Los Spookies, and that was it. Right. And then when it became HBO Max, I was like, oh, I only watch HBO Max. Like I'm not on Netflix anymore as much. Right. Hulu, I'm just getting my like reality TV, you know because it's cable, basically. Mm-hmm. And HBO was, like, where I was going for, like, new things I'm interested in. I'm going to HBO Max. So yeah. it's sad to see a lot of good stuff starting to die because of this acquisition.
0: Yeah, it's fucking, it's chaos. Um, and it's just wild, too, like, when, it's, like, all these other things. It's like, well, the money's up there, and that's what's making the decision. It doesn't matter how many people are like, like, I like this show. Yeah. Long may it last. They're like, look, uh, we're, we're cutting fucking corners. so sorry bye uh whatever um some good news though uh from the state of kansas they had a ballot measure on the books and during yesterday's primary uh that was going to essentially strip the state constitution of abortion rights and you know what in a landslide it was defeated because the people of kansas were like yes rights are good don't like them taken away um you know and uh, again a lot of Democratic strategists are rejoicing. Like, it's a game changer for the midterms. And you're like, okay, sure. But it's once again the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Like, just so you know, we're talking about a group of people in the state who had to come, come, like, turn out in like presidential election numbers to defeat a ballot measure that said, we want to keep our rights. <laughs> that's what happened. Rather than being like, oh, gotcha, GOP. Um, please the focus Democrats on the people. Are back. yeah and and kansas has that wild. you know there's been like violence with abortion providers there i know like a doctor would have been like killed uh, like maybe 10 years uh, 2009 or something like that so it's it's i mean obviously and also kansas for where it's positioned offers like people in the south and midwest who live in you know backwards ass states um the opportunity to access safe health care um so a bit of good news all right let's take a quick break and we'll come back with Good news, followed by freaky fucked up news, and then some drama. Okay, right after this. We'll be right back. And we're back. Y'all, just right now, Google Cartwheel Galaxy. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you have not. But this is one of the latest James Webb Telescope images uh, that has just come out and it it's it took my breath away. Um, <laughs> this thing is so fucking beautiful. I can't even I don't even know how to describe it. It looks like one of those mint uh, candies that you get that are like red and white, like at the restaurant <laughs> before you leave
1: get a little swirl. Yeah. On.
0: But as a galaxy, um, because I don't know any other terms to use, but it's like
1: it is like, out of this world. This yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I love about these pictures. Like every couple ones, like just hit me in my fucking brain, and I'm like, it's just like you are fucking insignificant. Look at this shit that's fucking light years away from you and doing the most. I love it. Helps me feel like uh, part of the, the universe, I guess. But anyway, I just want to say it's a it's a it's a refreshing image for those of us who need uh, something refreshing to put our eyes on. So shout out to space and its infinite. Expanses, Uh, and then the Pentagon is trending because buckle up if you want to get freaked the fuck out. So, love it. January six text messages. We know the Secret Service deleted everything, like fucking ev has gone. I'm sorry. There's oh yeah, the phone. Sorry, gone. Can't find those texts. Then we found out that some of the top people at the Department of Homeland Security's January six texts from that time also totally fucking gone. And like, oh, fuck. That's so fucked up. Let's add another dimension to this. Top officials at the Pentagon, their texts are also deleted and wiped and not uh, able to be recovered. So, um. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, Kuchmark. that's fucked. This is, it's you know all what they bad. Need to do?
1: Mm. I was listening to Scam Goddess today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, different network. But, no, no, it's all love um, with Lacey, though. Lacey's episode today, or this week, was about this 14-year-old or 15-year-old British kid who hacked into the CIA. And okay. then he got, like, arrested. Like, he was, like, not in America. Like, he, like, hacked into the CIA and all this stuff because he was like, yeah, I think the American government's trash, and they deserve. Um, they need to get <sighs> that right. kid back on this. Go Ain't off, him? young man. He's out of jail now. He's, like, living a life of being, like, a you know, I don't know, a bounty hunter, but for hacking, like oh, basically shit. going and helping companies. who yeah, their like a white systems hat hacker. Just, yeah. So, you know, they kind of get him back.
0: Yeah. Pull back Come these through. text
1: messages.
0: Yeah. I mean, that shit is, oof. There, I forget what article it was. I'm, I want to actually, but there's like a, someone was like using this like gold finger Quote from the James Bond phone. It said, "One time is happenstance. Two times is coincidence. Three times is enemy action." <laughs> um, and yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that's." I mean, I people I, from anyone watching on January six are like, "This shit looked like a setup." Uh, a lot of people must have known something, or a lot of people must have known, and all collectively decided to just let it cook. Turn
1: a blind eye. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, yeah. Uh, More things to make you uneasy about the future. But let's put our attention to something that gives me life. And that is when I don't know about shit that is going on in the youth culture. I don't even know why I'm saying that like I'm that old. But, (laughs) Becca, you were like, okay, uh, you know about the Bridgerton musical drama? I said, Bridgerton (laughs) musical drama?
1: Once again, the intersection of my interests, musicals, gossip, TikTok, drama. So oh, mm-hmm. um, if we remember back to the haunted times of 2020 where TikTok produced a um, Ratatouille virtual musical. Also, uh, at the time Bridgerton came out and became like a phenomenon, you know, that was like winter 2020, right? We're all yeah. peak COVID. Yeah, well, Ricky Jean. these two women who call their, I don't know, business, their mm-hmm. entity, Barlow and Bear, they did this fanfic, song of bridgerton like it was like inspired by the musical or by the show bridgerton and it got a lot of praise it went viral it was okay like, doo, 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 whatever people loved it netflix loved it too they were like we want our fans to like make fan fiction awesome like support the show whatever and so they like supported them making an album like they got like clarence from netflix to like make a musical album like not perform oh, a show but right like but a just- musical album. And they ended up getting nominated for a Grammy for that, and winning a Grammy, which was crazy. What that these internet people yeah. <laughs> who made a fan fiction song for TikTok became
0: a Grammy? Grammy. Wow, I love so, to see it. Okay,
1: Barlow and Bear—they've now gotten too big of head, and they kind of took it too far. They started like doing a musical. Like, they started building out a musical where they could like sell tickets for. Um, and you know i have skimmed a couple articles from the new york times and rolling stone but essentially like netflix gave them the option the license they were like okay this is going too far right we are willing to give you a license like if you want to pay for the license you can do your musical right but they were like nah and then they did it anyway and they did this unofficial bridgerton musical but it's like obviously way too close to bridgerton it's like stolen IP. It's, like, very blatantly yeah. stolen IP. And it's truly their fault. I mean, like, obviously, I'm very much, like, fuck a big corporation, of course. But yeah. I'm also, like, you guys are blatantly Don't in the wrong this time. Don't be sloppy. Yeah, you're being, like, they sold out the Kennedy Center, selling these tickets for $150 a pop. You know, multiple nights. Wait, they nights.
0: sold out. The- oh, so they- Netflix is smart. They're like, yeah, go ahead. Step on yeah. the fucking landmine real quick. So then we can get your ass. Wow. So,
1: yeah, because basically a lot of people were like, I can't believe in Netflix let it get this far. But no, it was definitely that. They're like, okay, yeah. you want to play this game?
0: They're I'm like, going. okay. Now you're He's infringing pushing. on our intellectual property. Guess yeah. what? Here's a cease and desist. Cease so, and get smoked.
1: It says Netflix has sued the team behind the unofficial Bridgerton musical, claiming... But the Grammy-winning lyricist-composer duo infringe on the hit show's intellectual property they absolutely did. The musical is very much the show. I mean, I loved the viral song. It was fun. But this is wild.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, fuck it. Part of me is like, I know in the world of the legal shit, they can't do that. Yeah. But man, fuck, that. fuck Netflix, man. Fucking go make your fucking musical, man. Because it
1: said um, they got permission to create the album of the musical, um, and it was to be consulted before Barlow and Bear took steps beyond streaming their album online in an audio-only format. Uh, Netflix <laughs> claims that the win violated the agreement by performing the album live. Uh, the lawsuit comes just days after Barlow and Bear staged their first ever unofficial Bridgerton musical live concert at the Kennedy Center July 26th. <coughs> Procial advertising for the sold-out show stated that the Bridgerton trademark was used with permission and the event was not endorsed or sponsored by Netflix, which is where they fucked up, especially wow. because they had the option to license and they chose not to. Yeah. Well, For what reason? I guess not to pay Netflix, but
0: Hey, look, you live and you learn. Uh, good luck, you know.
1: And Bear. <laughs> that's the thing
0: with a company that's become unpredictable financially. I'm sure maybe I'm sure maybe in the past you're like, oh, they fuck with us. We're good. We're good. We're good. But I'm sure maybe some things changed internally there where they're like.
1: Mm, well, no, I'm sure Shonda. I think there is somewhere down in this article where she was kind of like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, like <laughs> I was once a struggling, you know, writer right. who was trying to make it out there. Like, I'm not trying to fuck you over. I just asked you to license from me my yeah, yeah, yeah. intellectual I mean, property. Like,
0: y'all are clearly talented. Maybe yeah. You could- you could do some something else. Anyway, whatever. Uh, and she
1: was like sh- all for the fan. Like she's like, when y'all made the album, we gave you like you know ability to do the album. We gave you permission yeah. for that. So it's like we supported you, but don't fuck me
0: over. Wow. Hey, look, the the legalities of intellectual property, or you know, they're a doozy. If you have no consideration for them at all, just so we know. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for explaining that to me, and thank you for joining me on this edition of it's not right, but it's okay uh, and we'll be back tomorrow with a whole new show get the vaccine wear a mask be kind to yourself okay and help somebody out if you can and don't do nothing in the face of any kind of discrimination oppressive shit okay please that's how we incrementally go towards a better world alright uh thanks Becca and we'll see y'all or, I mean we won't see y'all but we'll hear y'all you'll hear us coming up soon. All right, bye.
1: Bye.